two sets of 10, doesn't that then make 20? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. Okay, so let's talk about the Ten Commandments. If you know the story in the book of Exodus, you know that Moses went up on the mountain. God wrote Ten Commandments on two tablets of stone. He brought them back down. And when he got to the bottom of Mount Sinai, the people were worshiping a golden calf. He took the tablets and smashed them on the ground. And he was so angry because of their idolatry. But God didn't say, let me destroy these people. He said, let's have a do-over. If you've ever played golf, or maybe you've even heard of how this works, it's not officially in the rules, but a lot of times people like to offer a mulligan, a do-over, one time during the entire match. For me, I like to have maybe five or six mulligans, but a mulligan is something you use when you messed up. You hit the ball out of bounds, you can't find your ball, you just have a do-over and it doesn't count against your score. Not Again, not official, but it's nice to have. So Moses goes back up on the mountain for 40 days. That's important. And he comes back down with a second set of tablets and reads them to the children of Israel in Exodus chapter 20. Now, why two tablets? Well, the tablets of stone represent the hardness of our hearts. That the law was written on stone, but would one day be written on a softer heart that was created by God. So first, it represents the hardness of our hearts, the stone. Secondly, there's two tablets because the first set of rules are about our relationship with God. I am the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And then the last set of instructions is about our relationship with one another. Don't kill one another, don't lie to one another, don't steal from one another, don't commit adultery with one another, and so on. So it's all about the two parts, relationship with God and relationship with one another. Isn't it interesting that when Jesus was confronted by a man of the law, a teacher of the law, and was asked, which is the greatest commandment, he chose two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. He chose two, one about the relationship with God and one about a relationship with one another. They're both very important. And he hinged the entire law on these two commands, to love one another and to love God. Why? Because love never fails. As we know in 1 Corinthians 13, faith and hope and love are all wonderful things. And the greatest of these is love. But let's talk for a moment on what, why God allowed that do-over. You'll notice if you read the Bible that there's a lot of things are in twos because everything is confirmed by the witness of two or more. That's why we have the Old Testament and the New Testament confirmation, a witness of two or more. So you could say, well, just the two tablets of stone would be enough. But no. And the reason God allowed the do-over is because that first set that Moses brought down represents our life here on earth. And it also represents Jesus' first coming. Those, stone, those tablets of stone were crushed. They were broken. They were shattered. 
And Jesus, when he came to earth as a baby, as the Messiah, he was broken. He was shattered. His body was pierced for our sins. So it represents his first coming. The second coming down of Moses from the mountain, the, he overcame the sinful act of idolatry with that second set of commandments. The golden calf had been destroyed. All idolatry had been destroyed. When Jesus returns, all false idolatry will be destroyed. There will be no more of people searching for identity, for they will know their identity. There will be no more people struggling for power and obtaining power and lording over all of us because he will be lord over all. It shows his second coming and his great victory in power. So that's why there's two sets. That's why God allowed the do-over. Now, there's a Jewish tradition that says that the first set of pieces were, that were broken, that they were put into the Ark of the Covenant along with the, or the second set, which are still in the Ark of the Covenant, along with Aaron's rod and some manna. So that when the Ark of the Covenant was moved, you could hear the rustling and rattling of the broken pieces to remind us that our life is broken, but can find wholeness in Jesus Christ. No matter, no matter what is breaking you, a relationship, a financial problem, um, a mental problem, a physical ailment, we have all kinds of brokenness in this world, but Jesus can heal it all. Let's talk briefly for a moment about why Moses took 40 days. So after 40 days, he comes down with the second set of commandments. 40 days after the broken pieces, he comes down with the second set. 40 days after Jesus was broken, after his resurrection, his renewal, he ascended into heaven after 40 days. Now, he was in the grave for three days. He ascended after 40 days. And then seven days later was the day of Pentecost. It just so happens that after they left Egypt, they wandered for three days and crossed the Nile. Then they wandered in the desert for 40 years. And then after that 40 days, also, this 40 is used twice. Then Moses comes down and delivers the Ten Commandments on the day of Pentecost. So it all adds up with 50 and 50 being very representative of the day of Pentecost, that the law was given on the same day that the Holy Spirit came, the same exact day. So, also in this, when Moses was on the mountain, there was heard a great rumbling and peals of thunder, and people said, hey, don't talk or we will be destroyed. In the book of Acts chapter 2, on the day of Pentecost, there was a heard a great rumbling of thunder like tongues of fire then came and appeared upon men. Now, right after the law was given in this rebellion, 3,000 people died as a result of this rebellion on, the, on Mount Sinai. In the book of Acts, on the day of Pentecost, 3,000 people were saved because of the belief in Jesus Christ. You think that's a coincidence? Absolutely not. God knows what he's doing. He put his Bible together to show us beyond the shadow of a doubt. There's so many ways we can find it. 
that every single thing in the Old Testament is a symbol of how Christ would be a fulfillment of such things. He put it together so that there can be no doubts. There cannot be. If you, re if you reason with yourself, if you think with logic, you cannot deny that Jesus was and is and will be the Messiah, the Savior of the world. People who deny it just simply do not want to look. They make the choice to not look at all of the facts. Yes, facts. Not just speculation, not opinion. They're facts. The symbols, the relations between everything, it is all seen in the Word of God. You cannot deny it. That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless. Thank you.